0: what is good my divine bookworms i hope all is well i do apologize i missed last week but um super excited to get back on track we are on the 22nd chapter of how rich people think y'all already know one of my favorite authors steve siebold with the subtitle turn your ambition into action at um. last week when i was thinking about, you know, just hopping on to, to record, um, it's been so fascinating with me. Uh, I have noticed the contrast in how I'm starting to think like the one percent. Um, and I hope that you are too. If you take a little bit of, of time after this, if you've been with me on this journey for the, it's been a little over 22 weeks, obviously, because I haven't done it read every single Monday. Um, there's 30 chapters in all, so we have eight more weeks to go. Um, And it's like now you start to think like the 1%, and I just want you to kind of tap into that, understand that now that puts you, if you used to think different before, I know a lot of you are part of my spiritual uh, divine tribe family, so that already sets a distinction from the way that you think from the masses. And now you have this, different way of thinking and a different approach of viewing money and how to get wealthy. And so, um, yeah, like, welcome to how, the, you know, the top 3% and the top top 1% think. So let's get into it. Um, 22 is subtitled, middle class believes you have to have money to make money. World class believes in using other people's money. Mm. The majority of the world's population is operating from a consciousness rooted in linear thinking and remember we, we talked about linear thinking that was one of the first chapters that we um where we talked about what linear thinking is so if you want to go back <clears throat> and revisit that right but the most of us are operating out of linear thinking an example is In this approach, sorry y'all, an example is in their approach to earning money. Linear thinking tells them if they work more hours, they'll make more money and that's true. It's also the most inefficient way to earn more money and another reason most people don't have much. Because max, you know, you're working between 8 to 12 hours, um, especially if you're getting hourly pay, right? Um... You can only do so much as one person. It says the rich are masters of non-linear thinking, especially as it relates to money. An example is in how they create an idea they are unable to finance and then proceed to use other people's money to make it happen. The most frequently uttered comment of the middle class in reference to money is, I I can't afford it. So that's a limiting belief. Right? I've been hearing a lot of talk surrounding that statement in the last week, and I love it because I'm constantly paying attention to in, in my algorithm and in my YouTube and social media. I'm looking for wealth management. I'm looking forward to talking more with you about that um moving forward. Anyways, that is a limiting belief. Middle class reference to money is I can't afford it. I can't afford that new car. I can't afford to buy my niece a car. I can't afford to buy another house. I can't afford to travel. I can't afford to get my hair done or to buy the supplements I need. How many times have we said that, right? It was was talking earlier about our subconscious beliefs, right? And we're unraveling that. The most frequently uttered statement of the middle class in reference to money is, I can't afford it. Rich people know not being solvent enough to per- to personally afford something is not relevant. <laughs> the real question is, is this worth buying, investing in, or pursuing? That is a mind shift right there. That is huge, y'all, for me. You start to ask the real questions. Is it worth buying? Is it worth investing in or pursuing? If so, the money, the wealth, oh, y'all. If so, the wealthy know money is always available because rich people are always looking for great investments and superior perform- performers to make those investments profitable. <clears throat> So it's talking about great investments. So you're looking at return on investments, um, interest rates, that type of thing. And also, um, we're being reminded about superior performers working in a team. More, You get more power when you have more people. <clears throat> I'm doing this early Monday morning, y'all. I woke up early. Okay, so let's keep pushing. The great ones are aware that it's easier to borrow $10 million than 10000 A critical non-linear concept to know when raising capital. Like a serious hunter-stalking big game, savvy inventors like large numbers and exciting deals they can sink their teeth into while expanding their empires. The middle-class cliché, that you have to have money to make money is, oh, there we have it, is limiting at best and destructive at worst. The truth is, you have to have great ideas that solve problems to make money. That's another chapter we talked about. Great ideas, solving problems that will make you money. If you do, you will attract money like a magnet. Money is only an instrument of exchange. Currency. Creative ideas are the scarce resource, but most people are so focused on where the money is coming from that they ignore their ideas. That's huge right there. They ignore their ideas, yet the ideas are the only thing that that will actually attract the money in the first place! Exclamation mark. Um... Um, the only thing I'm going to say here is that the idea that creative ideas are a scarce resource. Um, I'm going to say that's a limiting belief. I think that's um, a lot of us are kind of programmed that way. Um, but if you read Acre of Diamonds, that one is really good. Um, we've also been reading um, Signs of Getting Rich by Dr. Wallace Waddles on Thursdays. And then you start to understand we live in an abundant universe and you should be getting downloads and creative ideas every day, continually. Right? But um, moving on, it says, Are you starting to see why a tiny percentage of the population owns the majority of the world's wealth? Right? That 1%. You are now being reprogrammed and reconditioned to think like the 1%. Not everyone thinks like that. And you're going to start to notice that when you talk to different people. Or you hear them talking around you. You know, on the job. um, With your friends. With your family. um, Even people on social media. Right? Are you starting to see that it's completely in your power to join them? Listen, I love it. He's hitting so many points here. That, that's a lot. Like, it's, yeah, he just dropped the mic and exited stage left or right or whatever. <laughs> are you starting to see that it's completely in your power to join them? Like this, just this tiny reading right here has left us with so many reinforcing um, uh, statements and maxims, right? Maxims are like guiding guidelines. You have the decision to, to join them. It's in your power to join them. And I was... Uh, <clears throat> Talking about this in one of my kind of like diary posts. I think it was the last one I did. And I was saying we get to the point where we start to look at the rich. And I remember, I'm going to go ahead and say here. uh, We were in a trading group. uh, Not a trading group. It was online. I I still remember what it looks like. It was on YouTube. And it was in the the community board. And somebody asked, um, should we put a cap on how much rich people make? And I was like... I'm. I i was not a millionaire then, but I'm like absolutely not. And one of the comments it will always stay with me. He's like, yes, we need to cap everyone at four million dollars, and it's that idea of um, lack, and it's out of fear that you don't have the tools or resources or access to to make four million. So he's thinking the most I can make in my lifetime is four million. You get to a point where you can make that in a month, you can make that in a in you know in a week, right? But it's that fair that you don't have the power and ability to join them. If other people are making it, you can definitely do it, right? I mean, just in this book alone, he was talking about a ten ten million dollar deal versus a ten thousand dollar deal. So we've just got to shift the way that we think, um. And there's definitely a lot of money to go around. The science of getting rich by Dr. Waddles really helps to, with the reprogramming of your mind and how you view things as well, right? Moving from poverty mindset to prosperity mindset. Okay. Now, for the rich resource, so he recommends a book at the end of each chapter. It says the Motley Fool Investment Guide. How the Fool Beats Wall Street's Wise Men and How You Can Too by David Gardner and Tom Gardner. Um, and I love the resources that he provides at the end of the book. I am in the process of trying to decide what we're going to replace the reading of this book from. I think we we'll, might do How to Think and Grow Rich, but it is a big, it's a big book. It might take us a year or two. Um uh, one of the other ones we also did that I really enjoyed was from a couple of weeks back where it was talking about investing, how to invest and in paying yourself first. Um, very valuable resource. So just something for you to think about. Um, the critical thinking question here is, do you have a big idea you can't personally finance, but that has the potential to capture the attention of outside investors? I look forward to doing an oracle with this one we're past due for a wealth oracle. We the time that I'm reading this initial uh, chapter, it is the 2nd of May and this is something about money making may, new money may. Um uh and so I think that I love this because we've been progressing in our beliefs and our thoughts and how we view things and some of you, you know, we've been pushing and getting the oracle messages you know, what are your ideas? Brand yourself, you know, build the clientele list. But I think that one of the fears or one of the things that might be in the back of your subconscious is, you know, you have this big idea and we've been telling you to dream big and to expand your thoughts and think about how you can even be global, right? Not just statewide or citywide, but nationally and globally. But here we're being reminded, this is critical. Now you can explore, okay, it's not in your personal finance, but what about the potential to capture the attention of outside investors? Ah, now that is critical. And I think, you know, if we were to maybe revisit reading this book again next year, um, it, you're gonna be looking at everything that we've studied Through uh, an ascended, even higher ascended thought. Because I'm thinking back to some of the things he said before. And that whole time, some of us might have been thinking, well, you know, I I can dream big. I have the ideas. I just can't finance it. I can't, you know, maybe I just need to stick to one when you can get multiple ideas funded, right? Um, I do want to encourage you to work on your credit. I know I have one podcast on ideas of how to work on your credit. It's one of those things where you set it and you are intentional and you do it day to day, month to month, but it's behind the scenes. But it's more of a lifestyle thing. So if you're looking to get funded, yes, we are talking about your personal credit. Um, but then also this is a great time for you to start to be familiar with business credit. You know what are the avenues for that, and that's something I've been one of the one of those people that's kind of like, well, let me try to do it with my business credit and um, and um, tr- try to leverage some of the things and the ventures that I'm doing off of my capital. But we're being prompted to kind of now educate ourselves in what it means to um, work on our business credit and put our things together in ways that we can um, get the attention of outside investors. Right. Love that. Now the action step here, it says write down 10 of your biggest. Ooh, I love it. I love it. Cause I was telling you guys like, why just limit yourself to one big idea? Steve Siebold here is telling us to go for 10. He's really trying to like, he's like how the rich people think, but he really does be sprinkling stuff in there. Like, Let me get these people to a million, yo. So it says, write down 10 of your biggest and best ideas. It's Monday morning, you guys. I know you love me. (laughs) Write down 10 of your biggest and best business and investment ideas and select your favorite to court potential investors. So I love it because it's one of those things where in the brainstorming process, you allow yourself to dream and then you condense right we've all i don't know if you've ever had like condensed milk but when you condense it it makes it super sweet um for desserts and that type of thing um but but at the end of the day you you concentrate on one but you have nine more and then you build one you you know get that one off the ground then you go back to the pool pull out from another thing and so now you're looking at seven streams of income eight streams of income Bible says you should have seven, yes, eight streams of income. It does say that. It says you should have seven, yes, eight streams of income. I, I know the world tells us um, seven streams, but if for those of you who are into scripture, it says you should have even eight. So I just think there's another, I think there's a book actually written on that, Um, kind of writing off of what, what's in that. But um, I love that. So let's just keep that short. I kind of low-key... Um, thinking if i should hit the you know go to the gym (laughs) or just go later today but um the weather's kind of okay and i woke up early so i just wanted to share that with you have a powerful upbeat and productive monday um for those of you who are listening to this within the next 48 hours or even the month of may 2022 um let's make this money um and um, I'm rooting for you on this side. Um, we are 22 steps, 22 degrees closer to thinking how rich people think. I know it's made an, a difference and an impact in my life. I can reflect and think to how much we've transformed our minds. And it, it it wasn't like we got hit over the head. It was just little, small, incremental thought processes every week and little assignments, and little things that got our mind, you know, turning um, to to view things differently, and um, starting to realize when I hear different people, it's like, or even when I'm processing my thoughts, is it a limiting belief? How can I expand? How can I be creative? And um, how can I have non-linear thoughts about how to make money, and how much money I can make, and stuff like that, so... Be blessed. Sending you love, light, um, the currency of money making vibes. (laughs) All right. Bye.